family this is in christ alone your word break for today and this week we're going to discuss what it means to be a disciple what it means to be a disciple and i believe that when we look at our christian relationship when we look at our relationship with god in the bible different words are used to describe the believer different words now each of these words that are used to describe the believer communicates a different thing a different thing about our relationship with god for example the bible in many places calls us sons of god in john 1 12 and 13 it calls us it says that we have the we have received the right to become sons of god or children of god and verse 13 actually says that we are children children are born of the flesh not born of the will of a man or the will of a husband but born of god we read galatians chapter 4 from verse 4 verse 5 there it talks about the fact that we have been adopted as sons we have received the adoption as sons and so we see that when the bible talks about us being sons of god it refers to the new nature we have this new life we have in god this nature of god that we have the fact that we have zoe and also the fact that we have certain rights certain privileges certain blessings because we adopted sons and so when the bible talks about us as being sons that is what it intends to communicate our new nature our new life the new creation realities and the blessings and the rights that we have but the Bible also describes us as servants, and being servants does not deny our being sons. Being servants comes in insofar as we are called as believers to abound in the work of God. So the Bible describes us as co-laborers together with Christ. So as long as we are working for God, we are working to advance the kingdom of God. As long as we are laboring for God, in that context, we are servants. The Apostle Paul called himself a bond servant of Christ. And so you see that servants are also used to describe us. And what it's communicating is that we work for the Lord. We abound in the work of God. And like I said earlier, sonship is also used to describe us because it describes our new selves, our new life, our new nature and our rights and privileges. And another word that's used, which we're going to be talking about in this series, is being disciples. The Bible calls us disciples. The believers were called disciples. You see, we're called disciples. And this is what a disciple means. Jesus defined it in John chapter 8, verse 31. He explained what it means to be a disciple. When we say someone is a disciple of Christ, why why that word? What is that word communicating apart from sonship? Apart from being servants, apart from any other word that's used to describe the believer, what does being a son communicate? Jesus said in in John 8 31, then Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. So we see that discipleship or being a disciple of Christ is used. And what it communicates is someone who follows after the way of Christ, someone who abides in his word, someone who is learning the way of Christ. You see, when we say that someone you know, is a disciple of another thing, he is a learner of that thing or of that person. He is a follower of that thing or that person. So we see sonship communicates one thing, servanthood communicates one thing. And being a disciple communicates our learning of the way of Christ. 
indeed you can look at the very lives of the disciples that jesus had when he was here on earth and that will be our model you can look at them as the, the model that we have and what we see is that these people follow jesus wherever he, he went these are the people that jesus taught these are the people that they who, who learned of jesus's ways indeed these people many of whom were people that christ selected from the sea they were very unlearned they were very rough but in acts it was said of them after they spoke they said after they saw their boldness they 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 noticed that these they had been with jesus why they notice that they had been with jesus because these disciples had learned of the way of jesus and it was shown in the way they lived so if we call ourselves disciples then we are to be learning of the way of christ you see i personally believe that the modern church the 21st century church seems to have emphasized overly on the part of us being sons we understand the new creation realities and we understand our nature in christ and we understand the rights and the blessings and the privileges and the prosperity we have in christ that describes our sonship which is fantastic but we seem to have forgotten that we are also supposed to be learning of christ as disciples disciples you see the word disciple is the same word that gives us the word discipline so when you are learning a discipline when you're learning a discipline then you're a disciple of whoever is teaching you you're a follower so that is what it means to be a disciple now jesus gave us a blueprint for being a disciple if we want to be disciples of him of christ there's a blueprint that he gave and for the rest of this episode and indeed of this series that's what we'll be delving into and trying to expatiate a little more in matthew 16 verse 24 the bible says then jesus said to his disciples if anyone desires to come after me if anyone desires to come after me there's another way of saying if anyone wants to follow me or wants to learn of me or wants to be my disciple if anyone wants to come after me he says let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me so this is the blueprint he mentions three things denying yourself taking up your cross and following him so we're going to take the first part deny yourself which is really an it's a very interesting expression that expression deny yourself if you want to say it as a full complete instruction what would say is that you deny yourself you deny yourself which makes it very interesting because how can the very person that has to be denied be denying himself do you get the point that how is that you denying its own self which means that there is a you when we take that person when you say you deny yourself there is a you in that statement that has to be doing the denying and there is a you that has to be denied in that one person there is a person that has to be doing the denying and then there's a person that has to be denied and the only way we can explain this or the only way i understand this is that the person that has to be denied is your old self the old self of the flesh the old self with its desires and its corruption has to be denied as long as you're on this earth there's that old self but then there's also the new self that has to do the denying 
that new self is the new self of the spirit that new self is the regenerated spirit man so you read ephesians chapter 4 from verse 22 this is what the apostle paul says it says to put off your old self and he describes the old self it says to put off your old self which belongs to your former manner of life and it's corrupt through deceitful desire so there's that old self that belongs to the former manner of life it must be put off and he says and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds 24 and to put on the new self created after the likeness of god in true righteousness and holiness so there's a new self that has been created after the nature of god in righteousness and holiness this new self of the spirit has to deny the old self with its desires what this means is that you cannot be a christian and continue to hold on to continue to live by live in the old desires the old self the old way of doing things if you want to learn after follow after be a disciple of christ the first step is to deny yourself deny yourself I'll share more about being a disciple. I'll come your way again. Have a wonderful week. God bless you.